This Clancy Shane and Kimber podcast is available for you wherever you are. Just like Rams Home Loans are with you during the entire loan process, from gaining the loan and for the life of the loan. Every year, uh, fans of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, there's a bit of conjecture as to who's going to be, who will be the stars on the show dancing each year. Yep. And the added bonus this year was there was going to be a new male host, and we were sort of celebrating it here. We found out when the veteran Shane Bourne was chosen. Yep. So we're a little bit happy. We thought we'd get him on. Shane Bourne, good morning. How are you? Shano. Good to hear your voice, mate. We uh, got a bit excited when we heard you got the gig. Yeah, look, it's, I think it's a bit of a natural fit myself. Just... It is, mate. Like, I'm not going to blow it up your trumpet. Or, uh, Sorry? Bl- <laughs> is that it? Is that the saying? That's confusing. Like, no, blowing I'm, up your trumpet. How was your trumpet yeah. there, Shane? I'm, I'm, I'm mixing my metaphors, but uh, <laughs> I, I did say to the gang here, I said, Borny is a great fit for this show because uh, I miss, thank God you're here. Well, look, that's that's got a lot to do with it, and also it's live. It's yep. got a you know sixteen piece orchestra, lots of scantily clad dancers. It's got everything you could want. Sounds awful. <laughs> what a gig! As, a, as an aging host. Yeah. <laughs> Although Shane, you mean you are the host because of your natural talent and quick wit, but are you worried that you're going to have to bite your tongue because sometimes there are so many opportunities yeah. to pick on people? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, actually. No, no, not even picking on people, but you, you, I think you do have to remember it's a family show. Although, you know, sure. thank God you're here, it was 7.30, and it was very family. I think it was last year when Mark Holden kind of... Oh, yes. We remember that. We remember that well. Started to improvise. Mm. Uh, That's a euphemism. Is nice. it? I, I thought there was gold there, but of course, you know, you just got to shut it down. Yeah, there were wheels and they were falling off. But Yeah, no, that. that's the beauty of live TV. You know. we might, we're looking forward to uh, seeing you on the show. The promos are looking like fun already. And I often say to people when they talk about MC work, I always say it's no pressure when you're an MC. If you're funny, it's just a bonus. But do you feel pressure to be funny at any stage? Look, I suppose. I suppose there's an expectation that, you know, you're going to bring that to the table, but I don't think I'm going to force it. I will, yep. you know, I'll just take it as it comes and, you know, I think that's more entertaining anyway. It's, it's yeah. a great segue to my question because I, I remember seeing you in Canberra. You did a, an Australia Day or a Celebration Day stand-up there. I was doing radio yeah. over there. This was back in the 60s, I think, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, before the war. Yeah. Yeah. Before the war. Yeah, that war, yeah. But do you do stand-up anymore? Well, I do. I do, I do, you know, I do corporate stuff, etc. but it tends to be they kind of want me to MC. Mm-hmm. You know, once or twice a year I go into one of the comedy rooms here in Melbourne and, um, you know, just do three or four nights. It's kind of, mm. it, it just just keeps you, you know, it keeps you not match fit, but it, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. keeps, you, keeps you sharp. You're, mm-hmm. You know, actually, you know, Dancing with the Stars is a bit like a, a fun night at Telstra. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, Everyone's Gee, Channel yeah. 7 will be glad to hear that. Snowball <laughs> <laughs> Telstra. Can we wrap by talking about Shane Bourne? Sure. <laughs> is, that, is that okay, Shane? Who's that? I'm a fan of Steve Martin. You did a master class with him with the play Picasso at the La Panogile. That's correct. Did you meet him? Did you, what, what did you get from him? It wasn't a master. Well, it was a master class. It was a workshop. Oh, workshop. Oh, workshop. His wife at the time, uh, I can't think of her first name, Gloria Tennant or something. Yes. Was a huge yep. theatre family in uh, the UK. Yep. Victoria uh, Tennant, that's her name was. I was Victoria. trying to think of his wife. Yeah, yeah, very British. Yeah, yeah British girl. Uh, she came out here to do The uh, Man from Snowy River in more ways than one. And Steve was out here, uh, you know, on sabbatical, but he'd organised to just workshop this play because he, he didn't want to go through that process in the States because we ended up doing a couple of performances of this kind of workshopped version. 
because, you know, the paparazzi would be going crazy over there. Mm. He managed to avoid all that. So we spent 12 glorious days. Wow. People like Jeffrey Rush, Richard Roxburgh, to name the only two people you'd know. (laughs) (laughs) Names though, mate. Uh, But it was great. And he was so generous and so brilliant sitting there with his laptop. This is 1993. People didn't know. And just rewriting as we went, being so personal, so kind of generous, caring, and all that kind of stuff. I ended up with Steve Martin's bark. He used to ride to uh, rehearsals, Mm. as did I. So we'd meet him at kind of where you parked your bike and ring our bells. Wow. (laughs) His his bell didn't go ding, ding. It went, excuse me. (laughs) Hey, Shane, can we just wrap up? I want to talk about Steve Martin. Now, yeah, uh, let's talk more about Steve Martin. <laughs> oh, sorry, I started by saying Shane, but, uh, yeah. Hey, Shane, we're looking forward to Dancing with the Stars, mate. Thank God you're dancing. Well, at least here. Beautiful. Isuzu are talking amazing deals on D-Max Ute with a 4x4 LSM from just thirty nine nine ninety. drive away. And Clazy Shane and Kimber are talking footy with Hayden Ballantyne from the Fremantle Dockers. You don't often say about a team that are 12 and 2 on top of the ladder that, geez, would need a win against Carlton on the weekend. Hayden Ballantyne, how are you, mate? Good, guys. Thanks Thanks for having me again. Now, Hayden, uh, it's your birthday yesterday. <laughs> Happy birthday, mate. Thank you. And uh, our birthday present to you mm. is, is that you're, pa- you're playing Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I was going to be excited driving in this morning. I think, oh, we're going to get something nice here. Yeah. Well, you are. Yeah, our our producer, good. Megan, is about to bring you something. We were thinking oh, about... She just, what... brought, she just brought me a coffee. Uh, you got a oh, coffee oh. and a bag, of, a packet of hot chips for you, Bellas. We know it's your favourite. And there's a candle in there. Candle in the wind. It just went out. There you go. They're hot too. Are they, are they warm? Yeah, yeah we just are. got them from... Uh, where, Bass Meigs? Fast well Fast done. Fast we know that's your Achilles <laughs> heel, mate. We're just wondering if Ross Lyon's listening. Have you allowed to eat hot chips uh, in mid-July? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we had, had a bit of gravy on them. They'd be oh, oh, damn right. We weren't sure. We were like, do we cover these in vinegar? Or? Yeah, a bit of gravy. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's your birthday I'll, present, mate. Yeah, I'll slide that over your side. <laughs> Ross, yeah, did, have a nibble. Ross did say to us a few weeks ago, he said, Hayden Bellingham, he can do anything, including eat hot chips, as long as he's uh, tackling, kicking goals and chasing. <laughs> that was nice of him. Yeah. Tell me, did um, Ross yell at you guys after the <laughs> Tasmanian game against Hawthorne? <laughs> Um, he did. did he he was disappointed. It wasn't so much. He wasn't going off off his brain really, but he was disappointed in the way we played, and we were disappointed in ourselves too. What we dished up wasn't acceptable by our standards. So mm. you know, you say we need to win this game. It's not so much about the win. It's more so we need to get back to playing our our brand of football, which is yep. you know hard, a lot of fierce pressure and hardness of the ball and. You know, spreading the ball around and getting everyone getting some who, kicks. Who, who do you blame for your loss? <laughs> um, well, there's 22 players out there, so there's 22 to pick from, isn't there? Where do I start? All right. <laughs> Is it coaching staff? Is it? No, it's it's a, it's a it's a combination of things. You know, Ross Ross always says he's the first one to take the blame, but all yeah. he can do is move a few few buttons around on a board a few and chess pieces. We need to go out and do the work. So you know, it's it's not you can't just single out one person. It's everyone's That's to right. blame. Have and, a chip, mate. Us, when you- <laughs> <laughs> I when, actually want one, but I can't. <laughs> Sorry, mate. When you have bad games, though, are they just a series of bad luck? I mean, lots of players, doesn't matter how professional you are, will go out and say, I just had a bad game today. Or is it really easy to put your finger on what's gone wrong? Um, at times, you know, the, you know, the first, you know, the last five weeks, really, we haven't been playing our best footy. And, you know, the first couple of times you think, you know, it is just a bad game, a one-off game, but then as you get more and more bad games and it just adds up and we, you get into a, into a rut where, 
you know, you're just playing consistently average football. But we were luckily enough, we ground out some wins where we were lucky enough, lucky to win. And um, yep. and then we, we play a really good team in Hawthorne and get absolutely smacked. So. Mm. Absolutely. It's going to be an interesting derby soon. Look, I know it's 10 past seven in the morning, but geez, those bloody chips smell good. <laughs> they do. Far out. They do. Hayden's doing, doing a great job answering our questions. It's yeah. really hard to concentrate in a studio of chips. All, all I can think about is the chips and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people won't know this, but we had Matt Pritter sit in that chair yesterday and he actually said to us that uh, no matter how well the Eagles are going, he hasn't. He's never played against a side that was so good that you guys. You know, when we beat them in that uh, derby, the last derby, nine goals to nothing in the first quarter. He said that's the most uh, dominant a team's been against the Eagles ever. Yeah, that's the, and that's the frustrating thing for us too. We know yeah. our best is you know could be the best in the competition, and our worst is what we dished up on the weekend. It was. You know, pathetic, really. So mm. we uh, we definitely have to learn from last week. We can't keep. Pl- we won't win a premiership if we play like that. All right, it's going to rain on Saturday. Is it Saturday? You playing? Yeah, Saturday yeah, night. No, Saturday, Saturday night. twilight. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, who have you got coming in? I've got this dude called Griffin. Never heard of him. <laughs> Shane, you're a football fan. You know John O'Griffin. Come on. I the only, don't. The only I person don't. he knows is Nick Natanui. <laughs> he does. Yeah, and Lecker and who else you got coming in? Um, Johnny Griffin. He's yeah. He's he. Um, he was one of that. He was our lead ruckman a couple of years ago before he had a knee injury, and he he was absolutely killing the killing the oh, competition. Really? Yeah. So he's he's a he's a big in a for big, us. Big uh, Tabiner coming back in the forward line as well. Yeah, Matty Tabiner. He's he can clunk a few. So you know, we, got, we got some we got My some Botsons blokes. in there. <laughs> he's a star, mate. Botson. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> we once had a newsreader incorrectly do a report saying I Botson. <laughs> you can bag you can bag him out as much as you want. He put a pretty bad photo of me up on Instagram yesterday. Oh, so did he? Go your hardest at him, but I don't really care. <laughs> Gary, he's playing not, some good footy. Though. I'm not sticking up for him. <laughs> well done. Well, good luck for the weekend. As you say, like Ross doesn't need to yell at you guys. I think you know when you've played badly and you just want to all improve and turn it around, really, don't exactly you? Exactly right. And, you know, no one likes losing games. So no. We'll be out Shane, Shane's right. in the chips. Get into the chips, big the chips. Shane is the first person to eat your birthday on, chips. Mate. No skin foals for you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as you get older and wiser, you think that you're calmer and that you're more in control, maybe have the capacity to handle fear. Mm. I realised yesterday I am still a scaredy cat. I Channel 9 invited me to do some crosses for them on their Today Show, right? So I went out to the Swan Valley and I had to get out there early because I wanted to do the show with you guys in the morning. And so I had to go and set up the equipment and stuff in my car at about... 20 past five in the morning. Mm. Now, Swan Valley at 20 past five in the morning was pitch black, like total darkness, couldn't see a thing. Pitch black here in Subi as well. Yeah, it Mm. it was... I'm on this side road out near bushland in total darkness. Like you're in a pine plantation. Exactly. And I absolutely felt fear. I was sitting in the car and I had this moment where I went, I don't want to put my interior lights on because I think... What do you mean, crows? A lot of crows around at that time of night. I was worried that I would draw attention to myself. I thought if I'm I'm just going to look like some blonde chick sitting in the car on her own in the middle of nowhere near bushland. Yeah. And I I actually felt fear and I left the... Mate, with that pimple on your head, you're safe. (laughs) (laughs) People just drive on by. Even. I managed to hide it on TV yesterday. I wore so much makeup over the thing. Even if you're even... hearing the Doors song, Riders in the Storm, there's a killer on the road. Oh, she got a zit. No, yep. honestly, it was. I took I took uh, footage because Greg, the producer, said, "Oh, is it pretty dark out there? Is it?" And I said, "Well, let me just film it for you." Oh, you filmed the dark, did you? I oh, filmed then. the dark. You couldn't oh. see a thing. Mm. And Blair uh, Witch Project. Oh, man, I was pleased. Channel Nine didn't show up until about 35 minutes later, and in that 35 minutes, one car drove past, and it drove past really slowly, and Ooh. I. You know what? I, this is what happened, Shane. This is how much Clairsy cares for me. I text Clairsy and I said, I'm worried I'm going to get stabbed out here. 
And Clezzy wrote back, it's all content. Yeah, That's what absolutely. Had to say. Content for the it's show. It's okay if you get stabbed, Kimber, because yeah. it's content for the show. Well, there's always something's happening. Thanks for that care. That's no why worries. I got into a fight in New York when I was there. Yeah, yeah. content. <laughs> it was content. <laughs> no, that was someone else's girlfriend, wasn't it? I'm really it? glad yeah. that I, I made someone it. someone else's girlfriend. <laughs> Whoops. I'm glad I made it through the day. Thanks for your concern, Clazy. Awesome. But, you know, was it reasonable to be feeling fear out there? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't care less. <laughs> See? Oh, okay. Well, you know what? The two of you can... Oh. Thanks for the content, babe. Yeah, thanks yeah. for caring. This Clazy Shane and Kimber podcast is now done, but support on your Rams home loan never finishes. Rams home loans are always just a phone call away.